Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome To another episode of Life as a gringo I am Ramos, of course And man, I'm not gonna lie to y'all I'm, I'm feeling better Than I did yesterday Or the last couple of days But I am I'm fighting right now I'm fighting I'm currently Fighting a nasty, nasty, nasty cold This East Coast weather Which has been kind of all over the place as of late has it's gotten me. Um, so I'm I'm taking a little little break. I'm taking it easy, I guess I should say, right? And with that, I'm actually going to share with you an episode from a recent meetup of the Just Be Social Club, our OG group, the original group we started with. And ironically, I think because I was really kind of feeling just not like myself when we did this last week, uh, when I, I met up with them last week. Um, I did an episode all about having grace for yourself, right? And, and, and not beating yourself up all the time, not holding yourself up to unrealistic standards and giving yourself a break and, and a time to breathe when necessary to not, um, shame yourself when you're not operating at the highest level that you are, are, are trying for, right? And as is, is always the case when I speak about things, a lot of times it's stuff that I'm currently going through. Like last week, I was really feeling super out of it just run down and i had to kind of like give myself that talk of like it's okay for you to dial it back a little bit for a few days to catch your breath to catch up on some rest to not have to be you know pedal to the floor 100 miles an hour all the time and of course you know at times our body will give us exactly what we need and my body broke down on me and said nope you got to sit your ass down relax so that's what i'm doing ironically that's what this whole episode is about and the the, the conversations that we had um, you know uh, during that just be social club meetup so i'm going to share that um you'll also hear me throughout kind of jump in i'm gonna play you my responses to some of the um, answers that i got from some of the members right so after each meetup we we'll usually have homework and i'll ask people you know during the next meetup how it went and, and give me kind of your experience with the homework that we had set for um, in this case, the previous month. So uh, for the sake of privacy, I'm going to cut out people's answers, but I will give you my response and I'll, I'll jump in here 
uh, and like tee it up to let you know kind of what they talked about. So you have some context into what I'm responding with. But this was one of those times where I felt really out of it and getting to meet up with everybody and talking to everybody. It energized me and just reminded me that I'm on the right path. And I know that that's the feedback I got from some of our members where they talked about how they were low energy coming into it. And as always, you know, by the end of this meetup, this mastermind group that we have, they felt really rejuvenated and just like, you know, excited about life again. So um, just a beautiful thing. We're currently closed off as far as Just Be Social Club goes. We're not going to open anything up until the new year. So um, for those of you who missed out, um, these are going to be ways to just kind of stay a part of it. And, and we'll have different opportunities that maybe you can be a part of the next one that we open up. Um, and we're kind of trying and testing different things out, right? With uh, the way that we're doing it, the way we're operating, listening to feedback from people who have been involved in it, who have been potentially wanting to be involved in it, what works for you, what doesn't. So the 2024, we're going to kind of be revamping things and continue to, to figure out the process and, and make it better. But for now, closed off as far as Just Be Social Club goes, but we're going to be uh, you know doing a bunch of different stuff. So at justbe.nyc, if you want to follow all that we're doing on social media, Instagram, all that good stuff. Without further ado, though, let's get into this conversation from uh, my previous Just Be Social Club, uh, all about this conversation, having grace for yourself. We'll do it in our Miente segment. Miente. Today is, is, I wanted to focus on grace. That's literally like the bold thing that I had written in my, my notes as I was thinking about it today was having grace for ourselves, right? And I think I, I don't maybe it is like the changing of the seasons, right? I know obviously as a as a parent, this is a, a hectic time of year. You guys are all readjusting to a new schedule after having a couple months of, of a little bit more freedom. Um, I think depending on where you live, the the weather's obviously changing, all the summer fun and activities and promise of of you know just being able to do whatever the hell you want, kind of that that feeling is is sort of gone. And I, maybe there is that sort of readjustment period that we're all kind of going through, but I've definitely felt it as of late. And, and it's just, I guess, a little bit of burnout as well. I've been doing a hell of a lot of things. Um, but recognizing, like today I had to recognize that I have to just give myself some grace. Like, so a, as of late in my sort of like weekly agenda, I'll I'll put down like my own personal sort of self-care goals as a part of like the things I have listed each week, right? And I'll cross them off um, as we get to the end of the week. Did I wake up, you know, with the first alarm every day of this week? Did I write every day? Did I do a meditation? Did I journal? Did I do all these things? And then I, I, I check it off as, as, you know, as it's done on that list. And, you know, today I, I was recognizing like, yeah, I felt all the way off pretty much this week on most of it. Like there's not going to be a lot of it that is, is checked off. And, and that's my own personal routines and things like that, right? Like today, I didn't do any morning routine whatsoever. And at first I felt a bit bad about it because it was like, man, my morning was just rushed and did it feel like I started it on my own, um, you know, on my sort of on my, my own accord, right? It was like the outside world was dictating what my day was going to look like. And, and then I had to recognize and kind of slow down, like, listen, you know, my body has been telling me that I need a break, right? And, and that's why I gave myself uh, an extra, you know, like hour and a half of sleep today. And yeah, maybe it set me back a little bit in terms of being incredibly productive or getting every single thing done at the specified time that I was hoping for. But at the same time, I can't be mad at, at myself for giving myself what it needed in that moment, right? And I had to have 
that grace of, of it's not always going to be a productive week. It's not always going to be um, where you're checking every single thing off and you're incredibly disciplined, right? I think allowing ourselves to kind of take a step back and, and, and recognize it's not about, you know, that, that perfection. And I think also checking ourselves because for me, what was coming up was like the morning routine. It was like I was shaming myself for not doing it. And I had to remind myself the, the reason why I was doing it in the first place was to give myself relaxation, was to start the day with peace and all these different things, right? So regardless, it's not meant to be something I check off a box to make myself feel good about myself, right? It's supposed to be something spiritual to start the day on a slow a slow pace, right? So me shaming myself for not checking it off this week's to-do list of, of doing it perfectly for all five days, you know, Monday through Friday, doesn't serve the greater purpose that I, I sort of set out when I began adapting this routine, right? And I think with that grace, it's also making sure you check yourself in the moment as well, because I think like anything in life, it's like this constant battle to find the balance, right? Because you give yourself too much grace, then just all the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Like I've been trying to like eat clean and uh, I've been meal prepping and in an effort to like not be eating out as much because I was just like always on Grubhub every single day ordering food constantly, right? And you know, I have a busy schedule, but like, let's be real, it's not that busy right to be eating out, you know, five, six times a week. And I was, was, you know, trying to adapt a better discipline with what I was eating as well. And, you know, so within giving myself this grace of like, all right, maybe you didn't wake up as early as you plan on it, you know, a couple of days this week, you didn't get your morning routine in this one day, but let it stop there, right? It doesn't need to, like, I don't need to then just be like, fuck it, you know, I, I fell off of this one thing. Now let's just go off and, and binge eat on all the unhealthy stuff that we said we're going to stay away from, you know, uh, let's go and order out and have these huge portions that we said that we were not going to be doing anymore, you know. Um, so I think in, in, in that sort of fine space of existing, of you're not shaming yourself for not doing everything as you planned on it, but also not allowing it to be something that derails you from your actual path. And I think that's like the delicate balance that, that we need to sort of find um, in, in life. And I realized like this, I mean, that's kind of going off, off a, a bit of a, a thought tangent here, but like life itself is like one big hypocrisy, right? It's like, you know, too much of something good ends up being bad and to, and the things that you actually enjoy doing are bad for you. And, and it's just this constant struggle of like trying to find the balance of what is actually healthy for you, uh, be it physically, be it mentally, be it emotionally, be it spiritually, whatever it is. Right. And, you know, giving yourself self-care takes away from you being productive, right? It's this constant like tug and pull of what the hell is the right answer here. And, and I think that's sort of what makes, you know, this sort of journey that we're all on so incredibly difficult, right? Like for me, um, hey, Cedric, hey, uh, mm. Chelsea, I just signed it too. How are you guys doing? Mm. We're, we're talking about giving ourselves a bit of grace, you know? Um, and I think, you know, what I've, I've, you know, sort of trying to find the balance and being incredibly disciplined, which is like how I want to end this year, but not thinking that I'm some machine who doesn't also need to um, pay attention to what his body and mind are telling him as well, if it goes against that discipline, right? So for me, like I also have had to come to the conversation with myself of like, yeah, I love work. I love what I do. But when I overdo it, when I'm overworking and I'm not getting the right amount of sleep or I'm not taking the time for myself to just unplug and go do something fun for myself. Like I began to get worn down, beaten down, tired, you know, 
And when I'm tired, that's when depression begins to kick in, right? And it creates this entire cycle that then leads me down this hole of trying to climb myself back out of depression, right? Um, and, and it all could have sort of been averted and not always, but in this particular case, I'm, I'm thinking about right now it, with myself currently, it could be averted by me just reading the signs that my body is giving me and saying, okay, there's a time for discipline and hyper productivity. And there's a time for me to say, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's sort of just do the bare minimum as, as kind of Jade was, was uh, talking about. Let's sort of, we're hanging on for, for dear life. Let's sort of just figure out a way to like land this plane safely. You know what I mean? And, and whatever we kind of have to do to get there without making the situation even worse. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's like the fine balance that we kind of have to find, um, you know, in this, in this life and, and in, in our, our day-to-day existence and the way that we speak to ourselves as well. You know, like I had um, met up with, with one of you guys uh, one-on-one and we had talked about the idea of grace, right? And not beating yourself up over, um, a, a, you know, something that you did or didn't do in the past that maybe deviated you from where you wanted to get to, right? And sort of recognizing that even though there was that deviation and, and you're not exactly where you could have been in this moment, that deviation also led you to went plenty of other paths that you wouldn't have ended up at either, either, right? So like you maybe didn't take this particular job offer and as a result, you're making you know slightly less money right now, but maybe it gave you like more free time with less responsibility that you were able to like dick around in your you know 20s or 30s or whatever it is, right? And then now you're ready to take on more responsibility when it comes to that job, right? And you can't shame yourself over, I could have, or like I could have made a ton of money when I was in my 20s. It's like, yeah, maybe that's true if you would have accepted that job. But again, in this scenario, that job would have taken you away from having all the experiences that you did, right? And there's always going to be a higher paying job out there in your future that you can find if that's the path that you want to go down. But again, it's kind of like, this idea of the hypocrisy of life there there it's not one way it's not you know always this way and never that way there's like so many contradicting ideas and paths that you can kind of go on 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 this journey and i think you know it's tr- sort of trying to find the um it's like the pendulum swinging right and somebody broke this down for me when i was doing that that personal growth retreat the hoffman process that i did right and they had this whole idea in hoffman process where it's like your left road and your right road. Your left road is like basically the worst version of yourself, right? It is all the things that you are trying to change about yourself, you know, all of your traumas, all of your vices, everything exists on that left road, right? On the right road is the ideal version of yourself. It's your spiritual self. It's the part of yourself that has it all figured out, that is happy, that is, you know, doing all the things that make you happy, right? And you're kind of making that decision constantly in life uh, each day, hour by hour, which road am I going to end up walking down, right? And looking at it like a pendulum, the idea is never to think that you can have it swinging always on the right road, right? Inevitably, the pendulum is going to swing to the left road, the bad side of things, right? That's just going to happen. It's the nature of the instrument of the pendulum. But the goal is to do your best to make it as balanced as possible, where it's not drastically swinging in one direction, right? You're trying to get it to be as stable as you possibly can. But again, accepting and knowing the fact that at certain points, it's going to deviate towards the road that you don't necessarily want to go on, right? And the key and the trick is that with the work and the healing that you're doing, it is catching yourself in that moment when you begin to deviate that you don't go too far down that road, right? And kind of bringing it full circle to what I was talking about, where 
it's like this week I fell off from a, a few of the disciplines that I had set for myself, right? I didn't wake up as early as I wanted to every day. I didn't write every day. I didn't do my morning routine every day, right? And I could have easily just blew up this week and be like, all right, that means it's a free for all. We're on vacation this week. Um, let's go eat anything we want. Let's go, you know, not do any of the extra things that we want to do for ourselves. Let's just really blow up and, and next week we'll get back on it. And I think it's in that, dis- it's, it's finding the discipline somewhere in between of saying, right, okay. I didn't. I wasn't as on point with my routine this week. Whatever it was, I was busy. I had the kids. I was just exhausted, and I couldn't couldn't possibly, you know, get myself to to wake up as early as I normally would want to. Right, and it's forgiving yourself for all of those things, but at the same time, holding yourself responsible for not getting too far off of of your right road. If we we continue this, you know, sort of analogy, right? Not letting the pendulum swing too far over, um, and it's really just trying to find as much of that that sort of balance um, that, that we can at the end of the day, right? And again, it's always treating yourself with, with grace. It's not about beating yourself up. It's not about shaming yourself. It's just about recognizing, right? And you're not recognizing for the sake of, of beating that person up or, or shaming them, right? Like if it was somebody you loved and you genuinely want the best for them, you know, and, and you want them to, you know, it's your child and, and, you're teaching them how to ride a bike, right? You're not going to shame them every time they fall, right? You're going to give them pointers on, hey, this is what you did wrong this time. Try doing this, right? Try to find your balance. Okay, we're letting go. Whatever the instruction that you you give is, I'm pretty sure my uncle just left me to go bust my ass a few times, so there wasn't much instruction. But you know, if if you're genuinely trying to give some real encouragement, some real instruction, you know, you're not going to sit there and making fun of the kid every time they don't get it, right? That's not helping them get to where they want to be. But instead, you're correcting them with love and with the goal of them being better um, the next time they try this thing out. And I think that's how we have to keep kind of looking at ourselves, right? Especially as we sort of get to the end of the year and like the end of, of this sort of idea of, of this program and filling your heart and, and all the goals that we're setting for ourselves. I think it's easy to sort of start feeling like, um, A, most of us are probably pretty burnt out from life at this point, right? That's why like the holidays are such a welcome thing because there's a lot of like time off a lot of gaps you know depending on what you do for work but there's a lot of time where it just seems like the world kind of just goes into autopilot right and that's why we look forward to it and i think giving ourselves the grace of knowing like we've just done an entire year of life we're not the same person we were in january we've learned so much we've done so much we've gone through so much and without knowing all of your stories i could say that for all of us right and and we have to give ourselves a little bit of grace. Again, it doesn't mean we fall off the wagon. Doesn't mean we, um, you know, we tell ourselves, "All right, we're in autopilot till January now." But it's about recognizing the reality of life, of of reality of our life, of our day, of the work that we've been putting in, of how we're feeling, right? And and accepting it and not putting some sort of negative connotation to it. But again, instead, just recognizing these are inevitable parts parts of life. If I'm working my ass off. If I'm working towards a goal, I'm juggling a bunch of different things in my career and personal life. I'm a human being. I'm inevitably going to get tired, right? I'm going to get worn down. It's an inevitable part of life of, of being a human being. And I think that's like the irony to me when I think about it is like us as people literally have these just like ridiculous expectations of ourselves that just literally are not based on reality whatsoever, right? Like it's just not a reality-based expectation that, that we have for ourselves we just have these ridiculous ideas of like what is is sort of the human body is supposed to be able to take and and supposed to be able to do and still function right like you're you're i, I like i i drew like 
I feel like crap physically sometimes. And I'm like, but why do I feel so weird? It's like, well, if I had three cups of coffee and half a bottle of water today. Like, what do you think? Like, why do you think you feel off? Why do you think you, you feel dehydrated in that moment? Of course, because you're just going about your day and ignoring the fact that there are just basic needs that your body uh, is asking for to, to be able to function. Like, and you're not, you know, you're like getting less sleep than you planned on. Like, so of course you're not feeling well. In, instead of like being like, okay, that makes sense. Let me like cut back on that. It's like, no, we're just like, oh, you're lazy. You're not good at what you do. You don't care enough. You're procrastinating, right? Like we shame ourselves in all these things rather than the the reality of of the situation, right? And, you know, this is something uh, Brenda and I talk about a lot. Uh, I feel like I have to remind her a lot of how much she's balancing, right? And uh, she gets into these these modes like we all do where she's like beating herself up. Like, I can't, I, I haven't been able to do this. I feel like I've been slacking. And it's like, dude, you're you're just started a new job. You got kids, you got a husband, you got a life. Like, we got to give ourselves a little bit of grace to kind of figure this whole thing out, you know, instead of beating ourselves up for every single misstep that we we possibly have, right? And I think it's, um, you know, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know, but I also do know the power in somebody else reiterating, you know, um, these feelings and making sure that you understand just how how natural all of this is and reminding you to to not hold yourself to this, um, you know, standard that no human being could ever live up to, you know? And I consider myself to be an incredibly disciplined person, a lot of goals in mind. I'm, I love talking about this stuff. I love inspiring people. And I'm literally sitting here this week, like I'm hanging out for dear life. And I have fallen off from most of my my goals and disciplines. You know what I mean? And I, I literally talk about this shit nonstop all the time, you know, but I'm human. And I have to remind myself of that remind myself that I'm exhausted, I'm tired, you know, and I have to just chill out, do the essentials and and not beat myself up too much. So I want to talk a bit about that today. Um, and I also think well, this is going to lead into like the homework, but I, I think just to kind of put it into your, your mind before we check in on uh, some of the stuff we were talking about last month. Also, there's a lot of, I think, lingering shame that many of us carry around that we haven't let ourselves off the hook for yet right a lot of things from our past you know like you ever uh think have i'll be like driving in the car and i'll think to like a random embarrassing thing that i said in like my freshman year of high school to some girl that i had a crush on right and then like i'll feel like bad about myself and those feelings of shame will come over me you know and like i'll be like cringing at something i said and it's so ridiculous the fact that the body hangs on to those emotions in a moment that literally has no real hold over my adult life right now. You know, like I, I can't even tell you who the girl was, but I can genuinely remember the feelings that came over me in that moment, you know? And, and I think, you know, that's why it's, it's so important to like make note of, of those moments when they come up in our head and those sort of open wounds um, and, and really kind of, try and find a way to forgive yourself for those things. And obviously, like I used a silly moment, but I think there probably are so many different instances that a lot of us are kind of holding on to. And we're telling ourselves a story about our, ourselves based upon some mistake that we, we made in the past, an interaction that we had, a decision that we you know, made that went wrong, or a decision that we didn't end up doing that we didn't take action on. And we're still kind of holding on to it in, in some sort of way, right? And I think um, that's something to, to kind of think about. That's something we're going to do in the homework, you know, because I think there are things even subconsciously that we hold on to, like a narrative about ourselves that we don't even sort of realize, right? Like that we allow a, a sort of moment in our life 
to write a certain story about ourselves, and then we kind of hold on to it for the rest of our life almost, you know? Um, and, you know, I think that's where it's a lot of things like self-worth or imposter syndrome, you know, and, and we, a lot of that is attached to like these old narratives that we have from childhood or, or growing up or that they are, um, you know, compounded by events that kept bringing up that wound and that kept sort of reaffirming our belief in them, no matter how ridiculous they were, you know? Um, so just some, some things to think about. I think I just threw a lot at y'all. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of pause, uh, for a second on, on my own ranting. Um, but let's check in a little bit. I don't know if, I don't think all of you were, were with us, uh, for the last one, but the, the homework last time, um, was addition through subtraction, right? So, um, what things are no longer serving you that you feel like you need to subtract out of your your life? And you don't even actually, some of it might be really personal, so you don't actually even have to share it out loud if you don't feel comfortable or want to. But I'm more curious about what are some of the emotions that come up surrounding those things that I'm talking about, right? Because I'm sure we all thought of something right off the bat, even if it's the first time you're hearing that, where um, they were like, hey, what's, you know, what's something that you have in your life or a person you have in your life that you know isn't good for you, but you still keep around, right? Or a, a habit that you keep doing or whatever, or, uh, you know, a, a mindset that you have that you know is no longer serving you, right? And when you think about it, that thing, that mindset, that idea, that situation, that person, what emotion starts to, to come up for you? And, and what do you kind of keep doing uh, in your, like, what, what's the negotiation happening in your mind that keeps you having that person in your life or keeps you reliving that situation um, or, or going through the same circumstance. And I'm just going to hop in here real quick before we get to the, the homework, uh, people sharing their, their sort of responses to the homework. We'll stop here. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. 
Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Ask a gringo. All right, so this Ask a Gringo segment, you're not going to hear people's responses, but I'm basically asking them to respond to the homework, but I will tee up uh, what their answer was, and then you'll hear my response to it. So we'll kind of be jumping in and out of the conversation. So um, this first response that you're going to hear is is from somebody who acknowledged that they wanted to unlearn self-destructive behavior that they feel like they've been exhibiting and that has been kind of controlling aspects of their life. So I thought that was a great um, observation that somebody had. And here's kind of my, my deeper dive into, into that. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I mean, what comes to my mind is like um, my like my mom is like the worst person you want to have around if a situation happens, like God forbid somebody gets hurt or whatever it is. She's she loses all like, you know, awareness and self-control and like doesn't, you know, is not an effective leader in that situation. Right. Like her emotions come over her um, and makes the situation that much worse. And that's exactly what we do to ourselves when we start focusing in on, you know, all that we could have done to avoid this particular situation. Right. And uh, like you said, I think the traffic one is a, is a great example. It's like, OK, yeah, I could have left 15 minutes earlier. I could have gotten gas the night before. I could have done all these different things. But how does that help me right now in this situation? Right. How how is that actually something that is going to get me through the particular situation I find myself in? Right. And obviously, the answer is going to be, well, it's not. Me thinking about when I could have gotten gas is not going to help me, uh, you know, avoid being work- late to work now. I'm in the traffic. I can look for another route. But other than that, I have to just, you know, wait this out, let the appropriate people know, and it is what it is, right? And I think that is 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 such a powerful tool if you can kind of begin to get to that mindset. And like, it, I've done a lot of work on that as well because I would always sort of get frustrated when things wouldn't go according to plan. And I would relive it in my head of the decision I could have made otherwise that would have gotten me the result that I was hoping for, right? And, and obviously, at the end of the day, we never know if that would have been the case anyway, right? Like, even if you would have left 15 minutes earlier, who knows? Like, there, the traffic might have been that bad that it wouldn't even matter at that point, right? But we're still telling ourselves this story without really having any, any real facts, and we're beating the hell out of ourselves about it, you know? And I think... Also, self-sabotage is a really, like, it's obviously a very common thing, but it, it is something that awareness, I think, is, is so huge for, right? And I think it's, it's obvious, like, without saying it, but so many people are unaware of their self-sabotaging behaviors, right? Of, of, you know, there are people who are like, when, because they've had negative experiences in relationships, when they do meet a nice person, they begin to like find all the faults and figure out ways to sabotage it, right? Like, un- you know, unconsciously, um, or or if they do get the opportunity they've been looking for, they sit there and just remind themselves of why they're not good enough to do it. And they, they kind of like half-ass it until like they're off the hook and there's no more pressure for them in that situation, right? And, and honestly, that's something I do actually, as we're talking about it, is a lot of times with like, creative projects. I think I've touched on this before, but like 
I'll get all hyped up. I'll create this whole plan around a creative project. And then when it's time to put it out and promote it and spread the word and like, you know, tap into your network and text your family members like, hey, can you support doing this thing? I end up half-assing that. I self-sabotage myself, right? Because I'm nervous of the potential rejection, right? If I say, hey, uh, you know, to my sister or something, I just put out a book. Here's the website. Can you support? And she's like, nah. I'm, then I'm going to be like, you know, devastated at that point, right? Like this person turned me down. So rather than going down that path of potential failure, I just self-sabotage and I half-ass the entire release process and don't actually give myself the um, the proper honor of the work that I put into it, right? And then I sit there wondering, I'm mad because this didn't happen this way or this didn't happen that way. And it's also like, well, I self-sabotage myself. Of course, it's not going to happen that way. I took myself out of the game at that point, right? And it's something I've been trying to be very aware of now, like, you know, making sure I, I stand by the things that I do, that I, I promote them, I spread the word to the best of my ability. If I have a plan, I take it to the end of the plan, regardless of if it worked out the way I thought it would or not. I have to at least make sure that I'm doing myself justice and the work that I put into it, right? I'm not self-sabotaging a potential opportunity. Um, I love that. I love that. I think that's a great, a great one to be aware of. Self-sabotage is like so dangerous and i think it's something we all are guilty of and and the only way to like combat it because a lot of it is really just like deep-rooted ideas right uh, of like of of your lack of you know trust in yourself to make decisions right that you can't you know that if you don't make the right this you didn't make the right decision that's why this happened right and if that's been like compounded since you were like a a kid you know like my dad was always the told you so person, woulda, coulda, shoulda person, right? Is always like, that's why you should have done this without ever having given me that advice. But now, because it went awry, that's that was what his opinion, right? It's always like, hindsight is twenty twenty, And that's where he would live is in that that hindsight and pretend as if, you know, the answer was so obvious in the moment, right? So for me now, as an adult, there was a lot of shame if things didn't pan out because of a decision that I made, right? Or if I was in a leadership position, um, and things didn't work out exactly as planned, I would beat myself up about it. Or I would be susceptible to people who are looking to uh, to tell you, I told you so, right? Because there's always going to be that asshole who does that, right? And you're not going to be able to, to avoid that. But I think what I've also realized, I'm sorry for going off on my, my tangent here, but, but something that, that came to my mind today that was like really empowering or like a reminder was like, you know, I have these friends from back home who don't necessarily bring out the best in me, but I've known them since we were kids. And I have a lot of interactions with them when we were kids that just are not, you know, um, indicative of a good friend, right? And I would would sort of, uh, as an adult, when I'm like now retracing why I have certain triggers or, or traumas or whatever it might be, I am... I'm like pointing back to these friends or this friendship or this group and it like continues on into my 20s or whatever it is, right? And what I recognized is that that wound, that like wound that made me susceptible to their behavior, that was opened when I was a kid with my parents, right? And because it was unhealed and I wasn't aware of it, I was allowing other people to continue to open that wound, right? So like the basis of that wound starts far be before these friends that I have that bring out the worst in me or bring out insecurities, you know, but they were sort of feeding off of this wound that already um, existed for me, right? So I think that awareness of where are my wounds, what are the bad behaviors that I have or um, the negative behaviors or where do I start self-sabotaging, I think 
allows you to then also recognize what are the moments that bring out this in me? You know what I mean? Like who are the people that are bringing these things out in me? Um, and that you no longer invite them into your life. You know, I thought that I was just having, a str- I had bad luck with the people that I surrounded myself with, right? And the reality is that it wasn't bad luck with the people I surrounded myself with. I hadn't done the work yet to recognize this wound. And I kept putting myself in positions and not setting boundaries with people that then would reopen this wound based upon their own insecurities and their own ego, right? But it's something that, because of my lack of awareness, allowed them to sort of feed off of at the end of the day, you know, if that makes sense to, to what, I'm, what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, to bring, bring it back to you, uh, I think that that's a great, a great thing to be aware of is, is self-sabotage and, and working through that. I'm, I'm proud of you for, for having that. I feel like that's just such a, a powerful thing to keep in mind. And again, like, that's, just, that's like language that I feel like the average person is not even using, right? The average person is not describing things that they do as self-sabotage, right? They're, they're literally not even on that wavelength. They're, they're still mad at the traffic, right? They're literally not thinking about anything else. You know, they're, they're still mad at themselves. They're still kicking themselves, beating themselves up in the car, right? And not even aware of what they're doing in that moment, right? Of, of where all of that is, is coming from and the power that, that they could potentially have if they develop awareness around it. So uh, good for you. I'm really proud of you for, for coming up with that. All right. So now this next person wanted to be more intentional about what they're doing and why they're doing it. Not just kind of going with the flow, but, but really, you know, harnessing in on what is making them feel good and, and doing that and sort of scaling back from things they feel like are not um, really giving them all that they had hoped for or, or not feeling like it has to be done on the public stage, right? This is somebody who's doing like a social media commitment. And they decided to kind of pull back from it. And then here's my response to that. Yeah, I think that that is a, a really interesting, I think, conversation because it's like, um, it's, again, like when I speak about like this sort of hypocrisy of, of human existence that I just find so interesting. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, oh, okay, you're in a, you're in a relationship with somebody and like, the, they say, okay, relationships require work, right? But then also... It's like, at what point are you saying enough work is enough work? It's we're just not compatible with each other. Right. And there's no real finite line unless it's there's some sort of crazy moment that happens that it's just like, I can't get over this. Right. And you kind of have to just like have an internal conversation, come to a decision and go with it and hope it's the right one. Right. And that's like literally the best that you can do. And even like as I'm saying it, that makes me wildly uncomfortable, right? The idea that it's like there's no real way of knowing at the end of the day any of these decisions. And obviously, I'm using an extreme one like a relationship, but even like what you're talking about, right? Because one person can hear you saying that and say, okay, well, you tapped out of a thing that you made a promise to yourself with, right? That'd be the easy one. The negative, the devil on your shoulder would be saying that to you, right? And then and you could the other part of you that's like, no, I stopped had a real conversation with myself and said, this was a goal I made, but the intention behind it no longer serves me. So I'm going to put a pin in that for now. Right. And that's okay. There's no shame in that. Right. And, and it's like this, that's why I think it is so complicated when it comes to decisions and like, we can get all the best advice in the world and, and we can pick people's brains. We can do our research. We can, 
you know, do all of the due diligence we possibly can. At some point, we just have to take action. And we don't know what's going to happen as a result of that. If it was the quote unquote right or wrong, uh, you know, decision, whatever the fuck that even means, right? Who knows what right or if there even is a right or wrong in most decisions, you know? And I think that that's sort of a lot of what we're talking about with grace as well. It's like, you have to just accept it. it like you, uh, you can't be paralyzed at a fear of life. You can't allow yourself to be so rigid that you stick in situations that are no longer serving you um, out of fear of making the wrong decision. Like you, you just have to be okay with the ebbs and flows of it. You're going to take some, some cuts and bruises along the way. You're going to have some regrets. You're going to, you know, have some realizations down the road that this was the you know right call, wrong call, whatever. But you just have to be okay with going with it, right? And give yourself the grace and freedom to trip and fall along the way. Like, and that's okay. And I think that's what a lot of what we're talking about today and what you're you're speaking of, I think, is is so important to kind of um kind of harness in on and, and harp on. You know, I think like there's only but so much any of us could do in any particular situation to protect ourselves from a result that we're not wanting. Right. At some point, you just got to fucking take action. And it is what it is, whatever happens after that. Right. And you can't beat yourself up if, if, or, you know, if it doesn't turn out exactly as planned. Right. And you were you were speaking about um, something else as well. I kind of lost my train of thought that was like hitting close to home and and resonating for me. Oh, when you were talking about also like acceptance. Right. When you're saying you're driving your five minutes from the school some days you're just like hey we're late today it is what it is right and and how your coworker like has trouble adapting a similar mindset right this is something i've sort of noticed has like taken burden off of my shoulder and anxiety off of my shoulder is that like like today i was hella late on uploading the podcast right and i had set like i knew i was going to be late and i set a time all right i'm going to upload it this time to upload today's episode the day happened it got away from me and i'm having the anxiety like watching the clock tick down like shit it's about to be one o'clock i'm like i gotta get this thing exported and do it. and then eventually i was just like i was real with myself i had a real a real thought in my head said there's no way in hell this is going up at one o'clock it is what it is and when once i said that to myself and got really real with myself the anxiety and stress around it just dissipated and i just got it done right and like yeah it was way later than i wanted it to but i didn't carry around the anxiety and stress and and shame of not getting it done at the time i was hoping i would right so again, I, it's like those internal conversations are oftentimes your best friend, right? When you literally are, are just being very real with yourself. You know what I mean? Like we are sitting in a shit ton of traffic. You are not getting to work on time today. Text your boss and let's put on the radio and enjoy some music or a podcast while we have this extra time in the car. It is what it is, right? And that's like the best thing you could do for yourself in that moment is like turn it into an opportunity uh, to do whatever it is, to not rush the podcast, to not rush your commute or now you have an extra 20 minutes to listen to something like whatever it is like but do your best to alleviate that unnecessary stress that we all carry around because like that shit will cripple us and fuck up our entire day when it's literally of no service to us whatsoever right if you had anxiety while getting ready and maybe that was helping you move out the door a little quicker yeah that that's functioning that is like that's good right that's like some good nervous energy that is getting your ass out the door a little bit faster right but once you're already in the car and the GPS is telling you you're 20 minutes late, you're 20 minutes late. There ain't nothing else we could do. Let's turn that into relaxation time at that point, right? Like give yourself the grace to relax and it is what it is. How can I make the best out of this particular situation? So I love that that mindset. I appreciate you uh, sharing that. 
All right, we're going to take a, a quick little break here before we get to the last uh, comment of the last sort of thing that somebody was expressing. We'll take a quick little break, and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles, because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles. Like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the very sexy collection. In on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. All right, we are back and getting to this last response that, that we got from one of the Just Be Social Club members. They were talking about how they often will apply meaning to something um, just based upon their own emotions, right? So it's like, you know, you ask somebody for something, they don't respond or they don't respond quick enough or in the way that you would have hoped, you automatically make it mean something about you. Oh, they must be mad at me. I must have done something wrong. That's why they're responding in this way, right? And it's this idea that we attach emotions and feelings to things um, rather than actually just looking at facts, right? And we allow us, ourselves to sort of add emotions to situations that it doesn't require, right? And, and we sort of create this entire narrative that may not even be true based upon our own traumas or our own, um, you know, need for validation, whatever it may be. And we're like writing a story for someone when we really don't even know what's going on in their head and we never really will, right? So um, that was sort of the, the thing that was brought up here from this Just Be Social Club member. And this was my response. You see, you guys are like hitting really good things right now because it's also like, I think this is shit that all of us can relate to in, in some sort of way, right? It's like uh, my, my, my therapist always like checks me when, when we're having conversations and it's like I begin to try and predict how somebody else is feeling when I'm talking about it, right? And he's like, there's no way we know how they're feeling. So it's not even worth us like even going down this road of fantasizing about the situation, right? In that way, all we really can do is talk about the situation itself from a factual standpoint and how it made you feel right we don't know what's going on in that other person's head and we truly never will so 
we can torture ourselves and go down this rabbit hole of trying to predict it, but we never know if we're actually right about it. And we're going to literally start attaching emotions to it that may not even have anything to do with that particular situation. And I'm guilty of this all the time. Like, like in the, in the same context of like what you're talking about, oh, they're going to fire me type of shit. Like I'm, I would, you know, especially the career I'm in, I've been hyper paranoid about not having, you know, like somebody fire me or, or whatever. It might be somebody taking my job, particularly when I was in radio, that if, it seemed like my boss wasn't giving me good vibes or whatever it was. I always assumed that they were trying to replace me with somebody or what, like there was always this thought that came into my head, this intrusive thought. Um, I think that's how you said it or invasive thought. Um, and, and yeah, I think these are all like great things to be conscious of, to be aware of. And, and also I think be realistic with ourselves, right? Because we easily go to like, the worst case scenario, the scariest one, the one that feeds into all of our deepest, darkest fears, right? When again, reality is, like you said, he's the principal. Maybe he was running around dealing with something, right? That's a, it's a busy job. That's a demanding job, right? I, when you said that, I, something just came to my mind. I just remembered I have a text message that I haven't responded to from one of my friends in two weeks. <laughs> I have no malice whatsoever towards him. Like there's nothing, no, no, like, you know, no fucking damage in our relationship that needs to be repaired. I literally just forgot. And then it gets to that point where you forgot and you're just like, well, it's been this long at this point. And then you keep putting it off. You know, what? I'm going to like reintroduce the conversation. It's already nine o'clock. I don't want to start it now. I'm going to get ready for bed. And then next thing you know, the same shit happens. And it's two weeks later. Right. <laughs> and so like, and, and again, like he, for all we know, he's sitting there thinking like, what the hell happened with, with drama? Like, why is he not mad at me about something? What did I what did I do? And again, it's absolutely nothing aside from the fact that I got distracted then just procrastinating the shit out of it until now it's become an obscene amount of time to just respond to somebody without acknowledging it, right? So it's just like, like, and that's the real reason behind it, right? But again, we go into the most crazy fucking storybook, like weird version of it, like worst case scenario about it. It's just like, you know, like like my mom, if I don't answer the phone call the first time, that that she calls she assumes that like i am you know uh dying somewhere on the side of the road you know what i mean like that's her first assumption you know what i mean like and when i call her back 15 minutes later it's not hello it's like what happened right so it's so like her in her mind she's going worst case scenario and obviously not healthy for somebody to just be in a state of panic because somebody was you know probably on the other line and just calls you back 15 minutes later but like that's where her mind goes and obviously we know it's not a healthy state of of, of mind to be and yeah i think you know, I, I love the idea of being aware of that and having those conversations with yourself and like being the person to calm yourself down in that moment, right? When your mind starts running away from you, you start getting anxious and you're thinking to yourself, you know, like, oh man, like, why isn't he answering? Oh, I remember last time we, we talked, he said hello this morning, but it didn't seem like the normal hello, right? Like you start just going down this weird fucking rabbit hole of everything. And, and I think in that moment, again, it's over communicating as painful as it is. Like, this is the only thing that I have, found that works aside from distracting myself to then real to be, then be anxious about it two hours later when I remember that very thing right the only thing that really works is over communicating to myself and just reminding myself of like this is just life you don't know what it is you can't predict it they could be busy doing something that's it end of story it's not something to be you know overly wrapped up about so again it is like this this over fucking uh communication and uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna sound like an asshole when I reply to this message. Uh, with if I, luckily him and I have a, a relationship where I think this is like he just kind of uh, assumes at this point. Um, but but that's still not an excuse. That's not an excuse for me to not answer. Um, 
these text messages. Sometimes I get anxiety about like even good news and I have to like, just put, I can't even answer a good like email sometimes. I have to just take a break from it. You know what I mean? It's like giving me too much anxiety to even answer the, a, a good email, let alone a text message amidst all the shit that I'm, I'm doing. But yes, um, you're right. I'm going to look like an asshole. I'm going to have to acknowledge it. But anyway, uh, not going to shame myself because that's all part of what we're talking about today. I got busy and, you know, shit happens. Life happens. Um, it wasn't like it was an emergency text message. Like he was asking me if I can come pick him up on the side of the road. And now it's two weeks later, I'm going to respond like that. That obviously wasn't <laughs> what's happening. Uh, so so we're I think we're OK. I will respond with an apology. All right. So I hope that that was super, I don't know, just helpful for some of you. I know I felt better after talking about it. I know the people in the, the social club, a lot, a lot of them expressed that they felt better after having that conversation. So I hope that those of you tuning in here on the podcast, um, you got some value out of that. Now let's tie everything we talked about today in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. All right, so I mean, to, to kind of keep it short and sweet, because I feel like we really dove into a lot of that stuff, you know, I think, you know, our biggest fight that we have in this life is with ourselves, right? Like, I think a lot of our problems, majority of our problems could be solved by just being nicer to ourselves, by just having more grace for ourselves, right? By by not judging ourselves so harshly, right? And majority of the time, we're going to find happiness and fulfillment if we can be a bit kinder to ourselves. Again, I really do think a lot of the problems that we experience in this life are, are self-inflicted, right? And of course, life throws a lot of shit at us. There are so many things that we are not in control of, but we are always in control of our responses and how we handle those situations, right? And we can magnify them and make them worse, or we can uh, be solution oriented, or be empathetic to ourselves and, and be kind to ourselves, and um, you know, sort of erase some of the the you know um, pain associated with those moments. But again, it all starts internally, and your relationship with yourself, loving yourself enough to give yourself grace, I think, is kind of the the point that we're making in today's conversation. Um, and it's obviously that's easier said than done, right? We're trying to unlearn things that are deeply ingrained in many of us, you know, and ideas about ourselves that are deep rooted, right? We attach feelings and emotions to a lot of things that aren't necessarily um, valid, that aren't facts, right? But we have a lot of wounds that are very deep and we're all, you know, doing that in different ways. You know, um, somebody says something and you interpret it a completely different way than they intended. And now it becomes a thing in your mind, right? We're all guilty of that at times. Um, or, you know, you are not feeling up to doing something and you're shaming yourself and you're calling yourself lazy and you're doing all these different things, right? Beating yourself up for not doing your best work, right? Again, it's like how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves, how we view ourselves, all of it is, it starts internally. And if we can internally find that love, that grace, that empathy, um, you know, we can, we can then, I think, project it to the outside world and be leading a much happier uh, existence in this world, right? If we're not at war with ourselves internally, I think it makes all of the other shit in this world um, that much easier to to coexist with, I think is my my point here. And with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this sort of recap of the Just Be Social Club, our OG group that we did um, last week. With that said, I will catch you on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. So then, stay safe. We'll talk soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. What the world needs now is positivity, connecting, relating, 
and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.